Let's go. So here, come okay. on, let's go. All right, that's our new guy, huh? Yep, that's uh, Van Schindlinden. Hercules. What's his name? Van Van Ness. Luke Van, Luke Ness. Van Ness. Yeah. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Nine minutes after eight on Wisconsin's Morning News. It's a Friday morning. I am struggling. I'm trying to make the following issue a little bit sexier. We, and I want to tell you seriously, I... I take the responsibility that we have here on WTMJ, on Wisconsin's Morning News, to share information, important stuff. And I like to have fun as much as the next guy. In fact, I probably like to have fun more than the next guy. (laughs) Right? Maybe. Maybe. But there are those things that we have to talk about because we are the radio station of record here. We are a news station, news and information station first. And so I take that responsibility seriously. But also, like, I feel like if the the next words out of my mouth are, I want to talk about the state shared revenue plan. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, I don't even know what that is. I don't care. <laughs> right. So don't turn it off. Give me a second. Just give me a second. Okay? Can you give me, like, a couple minutes here to try and entice you into continuing to listen (laughs) (laughs) to our conversation about the movement on the issue of state-shared revenue for counties and municipalities across Wisconsin? Because there is sun. (laughs) Go ahead. That's fine. You keep laughing. You're in this, too, now. You said we should do this. Don't don't throw this on me. (laughs) Okay. There are some interesting facets to it, however. Yes. So let's, let's tell you what's on the table. Assembly Speaker Robin Voss was part of this news conference yesterday where he says, look, we've got bipartisan support. The deal that we have is about 98% done. I can't release a lot of the details, and we'll touch on that a little bit more in a moment. But we are going to come to some sort of agreement here with counties like Milwaukee. So you had County Executive David Crawley a part of this. You had Milwaukee Mayor Cavalier Johnson saying, okay, this is great. We're getting closer to some sort of an agreement on revamping state shared revenue, pouring more money into counties, not just Milwaukee County, but pouring money into counties and municipalities Mm -hmm, across mm -hmm. the state. Point number one of why you care. First of all, on an overarching theme, we have been asking for our lawmakers, for our legislators, for our representatives to find some way to move things forward. Not necessarily compromise on your principles, but Governor Tony Evers was elected. He's in there. He's in the state house for another four years. You have, barring the unforeseen, a Republican-led legislature for those four years. These guys can sit there and stare at each other for another four years and do nothing, or they can start figuring things out. And if there's an indication that there are things that we can move on, this would be one of them. We've been talking about revamping state shared revenue for decades. It's an old conversation. And now for the first time, you have (laughs) Democrats here in Milwaukee County and David Crawley and the mayor, Cavalier Johnson, saying like, Eh, we've been meeting with yeah. Republicans like Robin Voss. Countless and times. We're finding things are moving. The county executive even drove to the Dells to <laughs> make a pitch. For his two minutes. Yeah. But things are happening. So I would right. offer that as one reason that you should think, okay, this is interesting. This is good for me. Another thing I point out is this isn't just about Milwaukee County. Counties All 72 counties here will benefit from increased state-shared revenue and municipalities within those counties as well. And to the larger point of, you know, we've got this giant budget surplus and 
haven't folks in Madison sit on a $7 billion pot of gold while the village president in your community or your county executive wherever here in Wisconsin is saying, I can't hire one more sheriff's deputy because we're broke or up against it, or I can't repave this road because we're up against it here. Well, we've got this mountain of riches there in Madison for whatever reason. That's not good governance. And swimming in a pile of coins. (laughs) It's it's the Daffy Duck miser (laughs) one. No, Donald Duck. Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck where he's swimming in the gold. Spitting it out. (laughs) The bed full of cash. (laughs) (laughs) Must be nice, state lawmakers. That's right. So this is movement in that direction of like that's that's out of balance, right? If you if you get a tax return every year that's fifty thousand dollars, you didn't do your taxes right. That's not right. So we're kind of at that point, and I don't want to debate how we got there to the seven billion. Just in terms of how do I make this matter to you, this conversation, the fact that it's good that there's movement on this front. It's that wherever you live, you'll find some benefit to this in terms of what your county, what your local government is able to do. Beyond that, there is, you said, there are some interesting tentacles. Yes. So did I hit on the first two? Is that good? Do I think I, you did all right. Can we tell in real time how many people turned it off? No? <laughs> I think you're doing all right. It's working so far. We did get on the old National Bank talk and text line. Was waiting for the cough. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you got, got it. it. Let's go. So here, Come okay. on. Let's go. All right. That's our new guy, huh? Yep. That's uh, Van Her- Hercules. What's his name? Van Van Ness. Luke Van, Luke Ness. Van Ness. Yeah. Okay. Number three, why I think this is interesting, and this is the part I want to talk a little bit more about. It's not all good. So everybody's saying the right stuff right now. Republican legislature le- legislators are saying this is bipartisan. You have the county exec, you have the mayor over here saying, well, this is good. Yep. It's not done yet. There's hard work ahead, all these things like that. But there are some tentacles that are interesting. One of them is there is some consternation over what strings may be attached when we talk now specifically about Milwaukee County and its ability to benefit from not only the increased state shared revenue, but Milwaukee County being able to raise its sales tax, city of Milwaukee being able to, for the first time, levy a 2% sales tax so that for whatever reason, how it works is that needs approval from Madison. And Madison's saying, okay, you guys want it? Fine. We'll let you do that. We'll put in place some recourse for you to be able to achieve that. Now, I think in both cases, they would have to go to referendum and the voters would have to approve. So City of Milwaukee can say, should we have a 2% sales tax? It would be a binding referendum. Voters would have to approve that. So there's that issue out there too. This could end up on a ballot for you. Mm-hmm. But furthermore, some of the strings attached, and we don't know because not all the details are out, but there, there is concern among those in Milwaukee County and in the city that the strings attached would include, you can't spend this money or extra money on XYZ. Such as the Or the Magic Bus. Now, that's not actually, that wasn't mentioned. And I should point out, <laughs> Magic Bus is county. The hop is city. Correct. Either way, Madison remains skeptical, and by Madison I mean lawmakers from all over the state, remain skeptical about Milwaukee's spending on projects like the hop, which if you're a critic, you say, it goes nowhere and no one rides it. If you're a critic like me of Magic Bus is a whole bunch of money that we're spending on a bus line while MCTS is saying in two years we can't fund our system. So you call the BRT. Magic bus. So BRT that's, is that's magic bus. That's the new one. That's the yes. new that is coming from Tosa into downtown. Yes, exactly. Well, those are federal dollars. We can't. First on that, federal money is still our money. 
So just because you got a grant from the federal government doesn't mean you can urinate it away. Federal dollars are still our tax dollars. Number two, yes, the initial investments and things like this are often from federal grants. So tens of millions of dollars in federal money to build out the infrastructure. But then you have municipalities, whether it be the county, whether it be the city, stuck actually funding the operation of these things. Right. And then we run into trouble. So Madison is basically saying, or is going to probably, to city of Milwaukee, yeah, okay, if we, if we give you what you want, the ability to raise this sales tax... We're going to write in there, you can't use that to build more trains and trolleys and all this other stuff. Because we don't want to hear in two more years, well, our pension's still not funded, or we can't pave the roads, or we had to fire cops, but we're extending the hop. They're not interested in hearing that. And so people are going to cry foul on that, but I think that's the art of compromise, and I think that's going to be in there. And I think that's fair. That's an interesting... I. I... I can see both sides of this, though. This idea of, hey, can you loan me some money, but it's only if it's something that uh, you're good with me spending it on. So if I ask you for $20 and I go to spend it on, I don't know, chicken wings out there, is that okay? I would support that if you need the wings. (laughs) Would you prefer that I use that money for something that's more of an investment that's actually good for the newsroom. If or you came like to that. me and said, we're on hard times here and I'm like, you know, I, I need a, a legit, I'm, I'm coming to you out of need. I need a loan or I need help or I need whatever. Okay. And then, and you, then I find out I'm going to the movies with that. Yeah. Money. That you went to the Dells. <laughs> then we might have a little bit of a problem or put it in your kid's hands. You know, kid ends up with you know, grandma slips your teenage daughter a hundred bucks or whatever it yeah, is. You sure. know? Okay. Yeah. You kind of say, Oh geez, grandma. Okay. Three days later, there's your kid. Can you pick up your brother? Oh, I need gas money. I'm on E. <laughs> Why are you on E? <laughs> I'm out of gas. What happened to the money grandma gave you? And you get that blank stare. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's gone. They don't even know where it went. But so then you're like, what? You're coming to me for more? Like, you have this the, money. Isn't the onus on the person with the money, though, I guess is my point there. So if you have the cash and you burn through it, stupidly, doesn't mean you're going to get more cash. I just think if you want to sell to a statewide body, we need to do this. This is important for not just Milwaukee County, but counties everywhere. So that will help it pass. But also, look, it's an acknowledgement that, yes, not entirely of Milwaukee's own making, city, county, but we've got a pension disaster here. We've got a fiscal disaster here. And we, okay, you can debate endlessly how we got here but we're here and we need to help if you need to sell that statewide what they don't want to read about in spooner is all this money then went to extending train tracks instead of solving the problem that you said you needed this money for i think that's entirely fair no well no, no I, i'm not saying you're wrong i it's just an interesting way to look at it that's like, well, how i look at but it. I, also if there is a referendum how do you sell that Hey, uh, we're going to raise taxes or sales tax or whatever because we need to pay some pension. Like, what's in it for the voter? You know what I mean? And I know I can I I, I can hear you now. I know what's <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a tougher sell. <laughs> no, I can I get it. I get it. Why it, it's good to pay off the pension? I mean, that's been the bane of everyone's existence right. for a long time, and it will continue to be. And I'll say, I, I live in Milwaukee County, have almost my entire life. If the sales tax referendum came up in Milwaukee County, don't like it, don't want to say. I mean, I start every conversation with this: of Do I feel currently undertaxed? 
Who answers yes to that? No. no, certainly not. But we are where we are, and if that gets put in front of me, I'm inclined at this point to vote on it, but I'd like to see and and have some assurances that that's going to go to solve go. this problem so you're yeah. not back with your handout in another couple of years. 8.20 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Twenty-four on Wisconsin's Morning News. I did say also, Eric, and I did get a text on the old National Bank talking text line, still listening. Thank you. It's important. We did mention that State Assembly Speaker Robin Voss was asked, like, okay, so what... Well, when do we see it? So Robin Voss and some other um, parts of the delegation held their news conference downtown Milwaukee yesterday afternoon. Where earlier in the day yesterday in Madison, the rest of the state <laughs> held its news conference. And every time they were asked about Milwaukee, they're like, look, that's, that's this afternoon. We got nothing on Milwaukee. Look, you know, here's just what we're doing. Okay. We got nothing on Milwaukee. So then the media asked, this was a Beaver Dam State Representative Mark Bourne and one of his colleagues. The media kept asking for like, okay, let's... Can we can we see something? Can we Are see what this give looks the like? Media, anything on paper about this proposal, or is that going to wait till you're done with all your news conferences? Do you know when the bills are news conference? Hopefully, the beginning of next week, we're going to have something out. We're still working a few little details out, uh, but we're we're very very close. No fiscal note, no nothing until next week. You got nothing on paper to share today. We're going to wait till next week until we get a little bit more. Got nothing. Right, thanks, everybody. How important is the Senate with this? Thank proposal? you. What about, about the Senate? Senate relationship on this, on this proposal? As we both mentioned, we've been working with both houses for months and months and, and have a lot of good um, general support on a number of parts of the bill. And that's all you got, right? Why did we hold the news conference yesterday then? How about next week? So we're holding the news conference to tell you about the idea of the thing that we might try to do. Listen, this guy's going on vacation next week. She's going to be gone. I know. She's she scheduled a procedure next week. We wanted to get, this was the day we could get everybody together. But nothing has been agreed upon. So I'm being traded to the Jets at some point. Yes, that much we know. We have an agreement in principle. What does oh, it mean boy. for this? What does it mean for that? And I'll, I'll make this point finally as well. I mean, I know I talk a lot here about, well, we have to sell this out state. You have to sell this out state. If you've never lived in another part of Wisconsin or if you don't have folks... You know, in other areas of the state, you may not know the skepticism they have about Milwaukee. And it's real. I went to college up near Green Bay. My first job was up there. I was up there nearly 10 years. And, you know, as a Milwaukee kid, it would hurt me the things that they would say about Milwaukee. Many of them were mis misimpressions. You know, if I would bring friends from that part of the state down here, they'd be like, oh, my gosh, this is a cool city. This is happening. This is happening. Yeah, it is. And not that we don't have our problems, but they don't see that. And so, like it or not, you still have to sell this thing on a statewide basis to legislators from all corners of Wisconsin. And so there's a skepticism, justified or no, if you want to argue. As they sit on their giant pile of money. Yes, and, and about <laughs> how we're going to distribute it. And they don't want to go home to their home districts and hear boatloads of cash going to Milwaukee. They don't want to hear it. So... It's why that's why it's so important that lawmakers jump through these hoops and talk through these things and why sometimes there are strings attached, because it's going to be necessary if we want to get the movement that we're seeing. 827 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight thirty-six on Wisconsin's Morning News. Brewers have a huge series at American Family Field starting off tonight. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim 
are in town. A lot of folks buying a ticket to see that team who hasn't been here since 2016. We have with us the manager of your Milwaukee Brewers, Craig Council, this morning. Hey, Craig, morning. Good morning. So I want to start with this because there's a lot of baseball to talk about, but for the last couple of weeks I've been beating myself up over the way we left things when we last talked. So I want to come correct today. <laughs> I, I didn't leave things well. Go ahead and play it, Eric. Oh, he's been beating himself up literally every day. All right, so here it is, Skip. Look really forward to talking to you through the season, Coach. All right. <laughs> he, so, he called you Coach. <laughs> and I know better, Craig, because one way to detect whether someone's a baseball guy or not is whether or not they use the proper nomenclature. And I know in baseball we don't have a coach. Now, you do have a, a bench coach and a hitting coach and a pitching coach, yeah, but yeah. you are the manager, not the coach. And I know that, and somehow that slipped out. Uh, you're right. You're right. That's a, that's a mistake. That's a faux pas. You're yeah. right. That's baseball nomenclature. You're right. you got to get it right. Well, so uh, what we're struggling with is now if we had Matt LaFleur on the show today, the Green Bay Packers, I would call him coach out of respect for the position that he's earned. If we had Dr. John Schindlinden in the show, I'd, I'd call him Dr. Schindlinden. So, I I mean, I'm, I'm fine calling you Craig if you are, but, like, I feel like there should be some other title. Manager just sounds too formal. Mr. Manager? That's no good. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I would, yeah, I don't prefer that, but you, you can call me Craig. I'm fine with that. Um... I mean, you could call me coach too. That's fine. It, that's not. A, that's <laughs> no, not we're, I'm a never doing that again. No, we've we've uh, established that. But yeah, baseball baseball's made it a little different, um, and it is. It's always it is confusing to people for sure. They they uh, they they get that wrong a lot. But it's it, it's awkward to call somebody manager. What do what do players call you? Do they call you Craig or Skip or Mister Council? Yeah, yeah, I think Skip's a lot. That's a baseball term that's used by players a lot for sure. Sure, right, the skipper. But go back to your little league days or whatever. That's your coach, right? Ah, uh, you're right. Uh, yeah, in little league, it's the coach. Exactly, that's exactly right. All right. Well, I think we've worked that out now, so we're going to go with Craig then here, <laughs> hereafter. Good. I'm okay. Glad that's settled. <laughs> hey, before we get to the Angels, too, something else I wanted to ask you about, Craig, is you know the Bucks and uh, you know the Brewers and the Bucks. The organization seem to have come closer together over the last couple of years, and we were talking with Matt Arnold about this, about the people that he knows within that organization, and they just had a heartbreaking collapse here defying expectations of them not only going to the NBA Finals, but probably winning. That's where we as fans were. I just wonder if you could talk to us about, you've been to the mountaintop, but you've also been a part of teams that haven't gotten there. What they must be going through here downtown in Milwaukee right now. No, I mean, I mean, look, you know, play Giannis's interview. I mean, I, I mean, I think that's, he, he summed it up so well, I, I think brilliantly in my opinion. Um, and that's, that's what sports is, you know? And, and so look, we're, we're, we're all chased the one thing every year. It's really hard to get. Um, we, we get spoiled when we get close or we get spoiled when there's expectations or when we've done it before. Um, and, and, but the, the, the deal is, is that one, one team gets to celebrate. That's it. Um, so, you know, and then we, we kind of kick ourselves and um, blame ourselves and we fall short of it. Um, and, and that's just, that's just the reality of all this. But I think, I think Giannis summed it up so, so well. And um, it, it's, it's the perspective that you need to have and you earn because of how you do your job every day. And, and when you do your job like that, that's the perspective you get. Is it a fair question to ask whether or not a season was a failure or not? 
Well, I mean, that's it's a fair question because that's the media's job. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> to poke at you? It, that, you know, that's that's just that's that's life, man. That's the media, and that's that's what you're expected to ask. So, from that perspective, it's fair. But I think his answer was was uh, the right answer. Well, I know just even the sports that I still play. I mean, you know, when I go out and play golf, if it's competitive or whatever, you know, they always talk about process. Did you learn something in your process? You can't always focus on result. Did you did you stick to your process? Did you do all of those things? But at the end, though, there's still that goal. So you have to reconcile with, yeah, but I didn't win today, and that was clearly my goal. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, and fans, you know, fans want to. We we all want to win. The players want to win. The coaches want to win. The the fans want us to win, and. um and then we also we don't want the journey to end, and and that's that's the other thing is that you know it's we're missing Bucks basketball for the month of May and part of June, and and that's something that we've become accustomed to in Milwaukee for the last five years, and and that's that's no fun either. I was looking forward to to going to the Pfizer Forum and watching Bucks games with my family, and and we don't get to do that. So the Angels are in town for a three game set here at MFM Field. And I always find it interesting because I know I, I know people that are going to the games, they're Brewers fans, Craig, but they want to see Shohei, they want to see Mike Trout just because those guys are such special players. Is there a buzz for you guys, too, to see those players up close? Is that, does that interest the dugout at all to see some of those guys? Yeah, I mean, you'd have to be crazy not to be interested in playing, seeing Otani and Trout play. I mean, th- these are historic players. Um, we don't get to see them a lot. Um, any any fan of baseball, I, I think it's a it's a thrill to be able to see some of the all time greats. And and these two guys, you know, you can say that, and and you're not squinting, you're not exaggerating. Um, these are these are all time greats right now, having having historic careers. So. I think it's really great. I think it's it's one of the best things about the new schedule is that you'll get to see players like this every other year. Um, there's there's really not two players in baseball that are more more exciting to see, um, and uh, I, I'm excited to watch them play. Talk with Craig Council, manager of your Milwaukee Brewers. In terms of the performance of the team this season, I think a lot of us as fans, Craig, are super happy. I mean, you had the three game slide, which is really uncharacteristic and. And that was largely due to a bad inning here, a bad inning there. But what I'm most impressed about is the offense and the bats and still feeling that we're never out of a game. Yeah, I mean, it's a good start. We're going to have another three-game losing streak um, because we've got 125, 30 games left. Um, but we, we've, we're we playing well. Um, you know, we, we've got the, the injuries happened at a pace that are that has been concerning um and so we we need to stay healthy that's probably that's critical over the next six weeks as as we get some of these guys hopefully closer to getting back um but so far so good and 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 the kind of the beat goes on right now hey craig before we let you go my kid plays baseball he's 13 and he's playing in whitefish bay tomorrow so he's he's playing cahill park gets to play right there by the high school that's a beautiful setting um the, my only caution is it's five degrees colder at Cahill than it is anywhere else right. in the world. <laughs> yeah, and your kid's like, no, nah, I don't need a sweatshirt. <laughs> no, no. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't let them wear short sleeves. Well, I'm hoping, too, that if the rain doesn't hold off, that the drainage is good there, so it'll stay nice and perfect and pristine. 
No, it'll, 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 it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful setting. It's a really cool baseball setting for kids to play baseball, for sure. Craig Council, manager of the Milwaukee Brewers. I did get one suggestion on the text line, Craig. Supreme Commander? Does that fit no. for you at all? No. No? No. No good? No, that doesn't work. No, that doesn't work. Well, I hope it's I've a great series Wars, at so. American Family Field with the Angels in town. Thanks, Craig. All right. Take care, guys. 844 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Didn't have any takers in your house for bring your kid to work day, huh? Hey, kids, you want to get up at 2.45 yeah. with Dad? No one was interested. Although my, my boys have done it. I know at least my oldest has. For the morning show? No, right. uh, with my wife. She works at Northwestern Mutual. In pre-pandemic days, it's, they did some pretty awesome I stuff. Bet. Rolled out the red carpet yeah, it's like a whole day kind of thing. Did they get was... to eat in the cafeteria? I'm sure you they bet did. they did. Oh, oh, got the food. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a uh, big day at the White House for that. Hi. Hi. Oh, my goodness. You guys look amazing. Happy Take Your Child to Work Day. <laughs> Hello, boys and girls. I'm surrounded by little children. Really excited Small right Small children. Yes, that's the press secretary, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre. She was there. So she's not. she doesn't have kids, right? I don't think I don't, so. But there were kids from like staffers, right, reporters. Right, but that sounded to kids. me like someone who doesn't have kids. And now <laughs> there's a like, room oh, of kids. Oh, here we go. So she walked them around. There was some tours. There's cameras everywhere. Uh, and then the president addressed the uh, the children and took questions, some of them very interesting ones. What's my favorite ice cream flavor? I may be among the dullest presidents of the world because that's <laughs> kind of interesting. Just left it there? I thought that was odd they left it there. I'm known for two things, my Ray-Ban sunglasses and chocolate chip ice cream. That's my favorite. Well, he's playing to the crowd there. Okay, yeah, they a little liked bit, it. A little, a little bit. murmur in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Oh. Also, some other questions he was asked. What's it like being president? Well, first of all, it's probably the greatest honor anyone in America can have bestowed on them. All right. Hey, wouldn't it be great if you... Oh, it's such a drag. <laughs> <laughs> this is the. Let me tell you something, kids. You don't want to be president. I am exhausted. I get no sleep. All the time. I can't do anything I want. Everyone makes fun of how old I am. Uh, other questions he was asked. My favorite rose is the white rose. And the reason that's my favorite rose is that that's the rose I always give my wife, the white rose. So you're noticing a trend here. Some of these questions are a little soft, right? A little softball throws here. But there was then this one. This was asked before the president came down. This one asked of Jean-Pierre. We've been talking a lot about AI at our school, and I'm wondering if President Biden is worried about audio and freedom of himself being altered in a harmful way. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Asking about nice job, National Honor Society. Okay. She answered it. So, you know, this has come up a couple times in the briefing. I don't know if you pay attention or watch the briefings, Noah. Um, and the president recently held, uh, held a meeting with his team on AI specifically. And this is something that his team is certainly taking a look at. Yeah. So there, okay. There nice job, Noah. Right. <laughs> you know what? I, was, I, was, I like to hold on. You know, I liked how she listened to how she uh, responded to it. Like she took a breath. Like, oh. School, and I'm wondering if President Biden is worried about right audio or freedom of himself being altered in a harmful way. So you know, this has come up a couple. Of- <sighs> yeah, so- I've already had this question, <laughs> Noah. Look, Dakota. <laughs> See, I was waiting. Raylan, I don't want to talk about AI. So these, okay, this was bring your kid to work day. So these were what? Members of the press corps, their kids, or other yeah, people working in the White House. And whatnot. So probably unlikely, but I just was wondering, what if some right-winger's kid got loose in there? <laughs> yeah, I got a question. My dad says Hunter Biden's laptop is full of porn. <laughs> 
What's he got to say about that? <laughs> Please answer the question. <laughs> My dad says the country's going broke under your policies. <laughs> well, interestingly enough, Hunter Biden was there with the kids. Because it was bring your kid to work. <laughs> that kid's never coming to work with the president ever again. 8.52 on Wisconsin's morning news. Wait, no, no, no. I wanted to do this. I was going to do it. Do we have time? Yes. Yeah, yeah, bring it. Well, because you asked if I had brought my kids to work, and one day, I, yeah. I, I don't know if it was bring your kid to work day, but I had two of my three kids were at TMJ4 with me. Mm-hmm. So this was my oldest, Ella and Max. I'm thinking like eight and six, maybe. And they were just sitting nicely, but Goddard decides to put them on the weather. So he's doing his thing, and he tells them to come over, which I knew was a mistake. What? We have some, we have some guests staring at me. Come on in here. Oh, put the camera. I guess I'm too tall. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Who are you? It's going to be any earthquakes today. Volcanic <laughs> eruption that will destroy the entire universe. It's no <laughs> volcanic eruptions. No earthquakes that will destroy the universe. These are Vinny's kids. Can't you tell? <laughs> That's the first place he goes. <laughs> they're going to destroy the universe. <laughs> they're going to be, at, wow. first of all, ask the weatherman, are there going to be any earthquakes? I like how Brian casually shows him the wheel and Max takes it. And, all right, we're, okay. Zero to 60. <laughs> so I went, I was in the camera shot. I went and physically got them. I'm like, all right, thank you. Good, right. Because I would get in trouble for that. It wasn't my fault. They were sitting nice on the chair. Yeah. He put them it's on. daughter's there. fault. 8.53 now, Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. What's up, guys? It's Lucas Van Ness. Let's go! Come on, let's go! Feels so good to be a Green Bay Packer. I'm from Barrington, Illinois, and I played at Iowa for three years, and I can't wait to get up in Green Bay and help this team win some games. Go Pack Go! All right, that's the Packers' number one draft pick with the 13th pick in the NFL draft. The Green Bay Packers select... Luke Van Ness. Let's Iowa. go. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Almost sounds like he's yelling at his agent there or something. Yeah, that's about as white as you can get in, in a uh, draft pick, right? Let's he's go. Like, Yay, everybody. He's like, <laughs> did someone write that down for you? It's the interesting no, I, thing, at least he was in Wisconsin, right? He was in Wisconsin. In Fontana. Yeah. I thought he already had like social media team paying somebody a lot of money no, to like I, help with the... All right, we're going to try that again, Luke, but like I need a little more energy. He's he's like Clay Matthews too, right? I mean, that's a deal here. Really? You think so? Yeah, it kind of looks like him a little bit. Grows hair out. I know. think... I think uh, well, if he produces Matthews, like Matthews did early. Oh, sure. But Matthews had a little bit more swag, I want to say. How so? He was less gooberish. <laughs> <laughs> let's go but the hair come on you just called go. the number one draft pick for the Green Bay Packers a goober I, I, that's Good. what I heard I want a chip on his shoulder on the record I, I want him angry that's on the, the record a better player what do we know chippy. about the what do we know about the girlfriend's sister situation who's the girlfriend who's the sister what, what how did that all shake Isn't that out? funny how that that well, like exploded on Tausch said that uh he doesn't look at those things since he's a football yeah. analyst a, hey, <laughs> so then he threw for us the under. record Tausch is a liar well <laughs> so what what happened was is when they showed they always do this where they showed the party shot at in Fontana mm-hmm. he was there and when they announced his name being selected by the Packers everyone went nuts and they showed him and there was like three 
similarly age-looking women all standing next to or sitting next to him, all hugging him and whatnot. I think one was his mother. Has to be, right? Um, the mom's got to be sitting there. But they were all celebrating, and then that became the big question online. Like, whoa, what's... <laughs> Which one's the girlfriend? <laughs> or are they all... Yeah. Do we, so we don't know. Uh, we never we never looked at it. Well, here, here's, the, here's the reality. Just <laughs> like, we'll, we'll, we'll put that on your show. Russell you Wilson's girlfriend, that. when he got drafted many, many years ago, is not the same person he's with now. So whatever your situation is now, probably given the contract, given the high-profile nature of the NFL, what do you might mean, not last. What do you mean by this? I'm just being all honest. All these beautiful women we saw on the draft show yesterday are out. I don't let's wanna... go. <laughs> Come on. Let's go. Eric said it sounded like he was waiting on her in that thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let's Who go. Knows? The truck started. I've been out here 10 minutes. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Yelling at kids. It's like at my house when I'm waiting on my kids to get them anywhere. I'll be right out. I'll be right out. Let's go. (laughs) Just dumb. (laughs) But I hope, I wish him well. Hey, by the way, virtual baseball, you know who you got today? You? Yes. Oh, we got the superstar. Old school. We have to pay extra for that? Yes, you do. All right. Now you do. Whatever. 59. Steve Scafidi is next on WTMJ. With the 13th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Green Bay Packers select... Sean Wendt. 